0: It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to our final podcast in our November series, God Says. Laura, I can't believe Thanksgiving has passed. I don't know about you, but we had a great Thanksgiving. We did something different. Um, remember how we, we finished building a house in Ocean City? we christened it with thanksgiving that was our first holiday
1: um, at the sure
0: house so that was a lot of fun did you have a great thanksgiving i'm
1: so happy for you and yes we did we did not do something like that but it was really special and i'm so glad you guys get to spend it together like that
0: yeah it was fun well this series has been fun for the october and november I mean, when we really didn't exhaust anything, right. We could have just kept <laughs> kept going right into December with God says
1: you are so right. Deb, it's, it's totally true. And I think one of the reasons is like you and I, and I know our listeners too, like, we love to anchor ourselves in the word of God, in what God says to us. And so honestly, I kind of thought it was easy uh, these past two months to come up with God. What do you want to say in these podcasts? I felt like Honestly, we could have written quite a few more, but our faith is grounded in what he declares over our lives. And so if we are going to have our faith grounded in what he says, then man, it's just a fun place to sit. So I have really, really enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: me too. So This final, final podcast, this is one that I prayed about God. What do you want to have us focus on? What do you want me to focus on? And he said, I want you to imitate me. I want you to imitate me. So the scripture we're going to pull from today is Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, but I'm reading from the Passion. Be imitators of God in everything you do, for then you will represent your father as his beloved sons and daughters and continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ, for he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for us. His great love for us was pleasing to God like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. Now this word imitator, be an imitator of God. If you look up what it meant in the Greek, it's a positive imitation that arises when you admire a pattern that is set by somebody who is worthy of emulating their life, right? It's a, a really good mentor, a po- but it's a positive one not imitating somebody who has a poor choice to emulate your life from. And that's what this word means. And God makes it really clear in everything that you do imitate God.
1: Man, when you were reading that scripture, I was just, I was just pretty overwhelmed because the words in there, it's just so clear what he's calling us to do. And even what you just said here with the definition for imitators, that is like an all-encompassing statement, Deb, that in everything we do, we need to imitate God. Like everything, that means everything, we are to imitate or copy what God would do. And I'm sure you remember uh, the bracelets that we all used to wear such a long time ago that said WWJD, what would Jesus do on them? And I think people probably do still wear them today. And it's a great reminder because in everything that we do, We need to be thinking, what would God do? What would Jesus do? And when we talk about everything and we say it's all encompassing, sometimes we have to take that great big word and break it down because for me to say everything, I'm like, oh yeah, everything. Like I've surrendered everything. You know, (laughs) I follow him in everything until I start listing all the things. And then I'm like, oh, that means every word in every conversation that I have uh, yeah. Is that, um, you know, being an imitator of God. And that also includes just like those words that I mutter under my breath, which okay. honestly truth <laughs> be told, I have heard myself mutter a few things under my breath in the past few weeks. And like, so I have to call myself out on that. And that's not everything. Right. And then in every relationship that I'm in, and that means work relationships or family relationships or good relationships and bad relationships, easy and hard relationships. How am I responding uh, in those relationships? Uh, how do I prioritize my relationships over things that perhaps I want to do instead? How do I forgive uh, the people in the relationships that I'm in? And man, when I come up into a season of conflict, um, that's under everything too, Debbie. So you know, like, how do I imitate God in a season of conflict? I mean, everything is everything, you know?
0: I mean, it's it's becoming less fun to talk about this because maybe
1: (laughs) cold brew, (laughs) cold brew,
0: cold brew. Brew, That's right. (laughs) Everything is. uh, Let's talk about your finances. Mm. In the every, uh, my husband, you know, he's a wealth manager and he loves to speak on stewardship with finances. But every spending decision Mm. is a spiritual decision. Yes. Would God have me spend this money right now in this direction? All right. So I went through Weight Watchers, and my little saying was every bite was a spiritual decision.
1: Mm. It really mm. was. That's because good. for
0: me it was an area of bondage. Yeah. So how am I how am I stewarding my health? Yeah. You know, these, all these choices, I'm imitating what would Jesus do? Yeah with the choice in front of him yeah. right now for health.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean this really is huge because we can look at how we steward our time and man it's easy to just scroll through Instagram and watch reels when there are so many different things that we perhaps should be doing with our time. And, um, you know, it all goes back to all the different kinds of screens that we have. How much are we staring at the TV? How much Netflix um, are we watching when we have someone right next to us who could maybe use a, a, you know, an encouraging word? It's huge. It's 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 like it's everything, Deb. It's like everything <laughs> means everything. I, I, maybe that's what it means.
0: <laughs> it, it is a big word. I feel like These few things that we've mentioned, it's like, you're just tipping the iceberg. Mm -hmm. And so if this is such a tall order from God to his children, he must have a really, really good reason behind it. And if you go back to that scripture, be imitators of God in everything you do for then you will represent your father Mm -hmm. as his beloved sons and daughters. That's the key. Mm. that's the the key that unlocks the motive behind this. Mm. The goal that I need to have for my life is that those who are around me, those who are experiencing how I live life, how I speak, how I mutter, how I forgive, how I stand up for the truth that they would look at me and go, Debbie, you remind me Mm. of your heavenly father.
1: Hmm, I, I know that you have probably had the same experience that I'm going to say right now, but I hear and have heard through the years, um, even now that my dad's no longer with us, uh, Laurie, you uh, remind me so much of your dad. And I think that's really interesting. You know, I, I think actually they've all been complimentary. And I'm sure that you've heard that you remind people of your dad as well. And honestly, I'll say that right now. You remind me a lot of your dad. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in the highest uh, of compliments because I see it just as an amazingly positive thing. But it's the same thing, right? When we tell other people that we love Jesus and that God is our heavenly father, I think the big question is, are we representing him accurately to the world? Because we're representing him, right? So what are we representing? And it's huge. Other people are watching how we live And they're making a determination of whether or not um, Christianity is the real deal, whether or not the one true God, in their opinion, is the one true God. And they're watching how we live. And we know it. Our testimony and the way we live our lives, it's going to draw them toward a desire to have their own relationship with God or our behavior is something that can push people away. And, uh, you know, let's just throw this one out there. If they don't really see anything of value in how we live, uh, there's just going to be an indifference, uh, toward a relationship with Christ. All right. So it's a big deal.
0: It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yes. In everything. It's a big deal to God because his reputation Mm -hmm. is what we're wearing. Mm -hmm. Right. That is a, we're talking about eternity. People are making a decision for eternity uh, that is just so huge to wrap your head around that it is. so where in the world do we start you know like how do i imitate a god that i've never seen right it's a t- yeah. the reality is god is god is he's he, we know he's with us but he's with us in his, his spirit how do we imitate somebody we're so used to copying somebody mm-hmm. that we can see right mm-hmm. how do you how do you do that i think that's why he gave us jesus Mm-hmm. Fully God, fully man, he so that he could walk on this earth and model for us in the flesh mm. how to navigate when you experience pain, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain. I mean, he had family drama. Mm. He had friend drama. Look at some of the conflict with people around him. He had people that would speak p- poorly about him. Mm -hmm. also represent him he had disappointments he had people trying to block his goals i mean he had situations that we can relate to and i think it's the piece of emmanuel god with us Mm -hmm. so that we can look at jesus and that's why those old braces says what what would god do that's not what it says what would Mm -hmm. jesus do because Mm -hmm. we connect with jesus we can Mm -hmm. relate to him better Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and even though jesus you know was himself right he was god in the flesh And he modeled for us how to pursue intimacy with the Father. You know, over and over again, um, when we read the New Testament, we see that Jesus went off by himself to spend time with the Father. He was modeling for us that we need to go off and spend time with the Father. And so, in fact, if you look in uh, John 5 19, Jesus makes it really, really clear that he imitated the Father. And listen to this it says, So Jesus says or said, I speak to you eternal truth. The son is unable to do anything from himself or through his own initiative. Jesus says, I only do the works that I see the father doing for the son does the same works as his father. Wow. Talk about an imitator of the father, right? Jesus made it clear. He imitated the works that he already saw his father doing, he was partnering with him in what the father's plans were. Wow. What, what an amazing
0: copycat, really. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and not only just what he did, but what he said in John twelve forty nine. he says, I'm not speaking as someone who is self-appointed, but mm-hmm. I speak by the authority of the father himself who sent me and who instructed me, what to say. So not only did Jesus imitate what the father was already doing, mm. but he imitated what the father would say. In fact, he only said what he was instructed to say. He modeled a lifestyle in that big word, everything, Yeah. every, yeah. every single, even how he died. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He, yeah. He just copied the heart of the father. He was yeah. imitating his
1: father as a, as an opportunity to show us what to do. Mm -hmm. All right, Deb, I know this was a long time ago, like middle school and high school, Um, or maybe college was still a long time ago for us, but at least we were together then. Uh, Didn't you find that we were always imitating other people, right? How they, Uh how we dressed if people were wearing corduroys? we went out and got the corduroys, like how we spoke. If people were saying, oh my goodness, what did they say back then? I don't even want to repeat it, but um, just because it probably sounds funny for a 54 year old woman to say it now, but we said the same thing that people said, and we dressed the same way that people dressed. And we imitated those whose opinion mattered to us most. Uh, Someone's opinion, someone else's opinion carried the most weight and influenced how we thought how we made decisions and who we would hang around with. I mean, we are imitators and we Mm -hmm. imitated honestly other people around us. I remember when I was in middle school and I'm almost, I didn't want to use this as an example as it was coming out of my mouth, but Mork and (laughs) Mindy was a really popular (laughs) show. Yeah, Yeah. So I got the Mork, the Mork, Mork, Suspenders and all the buttons. And I used to wear them to school. Just stop. I know. Middle school. I to
0: get that picture.
1: And yeah, I have one, I'm sure. And then people said it was cool. And so because people said it was cool, I do have to say, ha I don't think anybody imitated me. We're going to leave it at that. But, but I thought it was cool. But it's funny, a TV show imitated how I was going to dress. And so, you know, it's kind of fun now to look at social media posts and see people post their hairstyles of different decades. But it's interesting because we see it and we're like, wait a minute, I had that hairstyle too. Yeah. That's because oh, somebody sure. influenced both of us you know, where we were imitating both of us. And then you and me, I mean, I remember you got up early, but I got up early too. You got up early to go to class. I got up to do my hair and (laughs) uh, those great big ginormous curlers and all of the curling irons that I have had that I used to carry down the hallway with me and my flip-flops, you know, and my, my pajamas, whatever. Like we influenced each other. All of us influenced each other by what we chose to do with our hair and our clothes. I mean, it's kind of crazy.
0: Uh, unfortunately, or unfortunately, Laura, I have those pictures to, to prove <laughs> yeah. those hairstyles. Yeah. In fact, I also think of you and I are season together, rooming together in college. Was the, um, was the season of taffeta gowns?
1: Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> taffeta yes. gowns
0: for anything dance wise right yes oh my gosh i yes. don't even know if they make taffeta Ah, uh,
1: i don't know <laughs>
0: but again we we laugh oh we're not really influenced by other people yeah. oh yes we were yeah and, yeah and i would say if we were to look at our closets right now they are pretty trendy with what's yep. the most recent clothes in Marshalls, yep. right yep. you know what i mean yep. it's like we we're still doing it <laughs> yeah so I, I think everybody relates to that. In fact, yeah. you probably, our listeners have the season of the big hair and then the straight hair and then the mm-hmm. guys with mullets, And I mean, just, Oh, some of the, please don't let the flowered pants come back, but they kind of <laughs> have, I mean, it comes down to whose opinion matters the most to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that we laugh about these issues, right? These are, these are like, haha type of things. These are mm-hmm. styles, but, let's let's call it what it is let's put the cold brew out Mm -hmm. there right Laura? Mm -hmm. because the issues that really matter are also um influenced by the people that you hang around with Mm
1: -hmm. yeah these
0: are these are bigger issues
1: yeah because these are issues of the heart right they're issues the things that we're imitating now are issues of integrity and Mm -hmm. honesty and and purity
0: yeah it's issues of how do you prioritize what's mm-hmm. most important to you, where you'll spend your money, where you spend your time, where you put your energy, you know, we're, in, we're influenced by whoever we're opinion, our opinion, it matters the most. How do you handle somebody who has scorned you? Mm. Somebody who has done wrong <clears throat> by you. Yeah. Right. These are also, uh, these are game changers because we're looking at relationships again, how to navigate those hard conversations this is the stuff we're imitating so the question is whose opinion matters the most to you who are
1: you copying yeah and that takes us right back to our scripture <laughs> be imitators of god in everything you do and so i guess the question is what if we really made a decision to live by the passage in ephesians 5:10 What if we really made the decision to find out what pleases the Lord? And that really is like, how do we, Deb, be imitators of God in everything we do? We find out what pleases the Lord, but how do we find out what pleases the Lord? And this is what we love. We, you know, make it a focus to spend more time with him uh, in the word, which we love, and in prayer, which we love, because in prayer, we have that communication. He's speaking um, you know, by his Holy spirit to us. And we find out what pleases the Lord, the more time we spend with him in the way that he speaks, which here are two great examples in the word and in prayer. Um, and as we become more intimate with him in those times, we learn more quickly how he would respond in a given situation. It's just like when you know, somebody's, you know, character, you're learning how Jesus would respond.
0: You know, we love to talk about what it means to know God. And mm-hmm. that was one of Jesus's goal of come so that you can know the father. Mm-hmm. That word genosko in the New Testament or yadah in the Hebrew was about knowing somebody intimately, personally, and experientially. Mm-hmm. You really, really get to know them by doing life together. I think of, and the and the humanistic standpoint, like marriages, right? You, I, you and I've been married a lot of years, not to each other. You and I've been married (laughs) to Dan and to Ward a lot of years and I can imitate him so much better today than I could when I was 22 and just got married because I've watched him all these years. I know his preferences. I know his mannerisms and, and I can copy him much better. It's the same thing with the father, the longer I walk with him, the more I pursue him, the more I listen to him, the more I study him in the word, the more I'm responding to his Holy spirit. I just know faster what to do, um, to be able to, uh, how would I say just copy what he would do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: you know the other thing too, I've ever been at a comedy show. Yeah. Have you ever been to a comedy show where somebody is just totally nailing Mm. uh, or imitating somebody. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I know that's not the person I'm looking at, but man, if they look like they've nailed it, it's how do they get there? They studied, 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 studied. And that's what God wants us to do. I want you to study me so carefully that you can nail, you can nail imitating me
1: in every area of your life. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So this has been so good. Uh, Just to recap, uh, as we close out today, you know, the Bible says that we are to be imitators of God in everything that we do for then we will represent our father as his beloved sons and daughters. Wow. All right. And how do we do that? You know, he tells us in everything, in every area of our lives was our second point that we want to do it in everything. Third point being, you know, we want to grow in intimacy with his heart. And the more that we strive to become an imitator in everything and grow in intimacy with his heart, then we will be better able to imitate him, which puts us in line with following Jesus and doing what God has commanded us in his word, which is really where we want to be. So that being said, this is our final Uh, podcast for november and that means that deb we are heading into it's true christmas season next week and we will be starting a new podcast series so thank you for listening thank you for being a part of what god's doing here at beyond and we look forward to seeing you as we enter into this season where we are going to be celebrating jesus birth and having some great conversation about that together
0: you know, Laura, I think we ought to give our listeners a heads up on what we're doing in December, because it just a suggestion. We've done this before, and I would encourage women and men in your own quiet times to do the same thing. The Reads Bible study tool, the Read, Examine, Application, Dialogue, Seeing in the Spirit, we're at, you and I are actually going to pray into picking parts of the East, the Christmas story and doing a Reads study on it and then sharing it just like we've done in the past. And so, you know, everybody, it's, it's, if you've been down this journey with us, I think it was podcast 92 was the one that taught you about the reads. I'm telling you, it's a game changer for not taking the Christmas story for granted. Mm. It's to do a reads on different aspects of the Christmas story. That's what we're doing. And Love so I, I, you know, get a head start, everybody. I'm not sure um, exactly what... um. God's God's going to put on our hearts, you know, about which parts of the Easter story, or Christmas story, I want to say Easter Christmas, <laughs> but I hope you'll join us with it. So come back next week, um, be ready to just receive fresh revelation, uh, from his word about the most magical time of the year.
1: Yeah. And we'll put on our Facebook page, uh, what our first reads is going to be about a week out. So everybody can be on the same page with us. So, um, yeah, stay connected. Thanks for being a part, and God bless you. Have a great, great week. Thanks, everyone.
0: We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.